0: welcome to live your full life now podcast so we are starting a brand new teaching and we just finished a uh, uh teaching on the subject of the promises of god for his children and i covered uh, probably i'm not sure between six to eight topics uh, but just keep in mind there's tons of promises of god for his children and all, if I didn't cover, which I'm sure I didn't because I couldn't cover all the areas, but if, there, if you were looking for God's promises for a certain area in your life that I did not cover my teaching, please research yourself. Trust me. It's in the Bible. You can find it. You can claim it. You, you can expect God to bring that to pass. Um, but this new teaching, I wanted to uh, do it on the subject of... Um, wisdom versus foolishness and uh, you know the Bible the whole book of Proverbs honestly and a lot of other books as well talk a lot about fools and you know it describes fools as people who um, are simple (laughs) to, to our surprise right or people who are rebellious or people who have a hardened heart Uh, or people who are just being silly. So maybe their intention is not bad, but the Bible describes if you are not wise, we're fools. And I've just honestly experienced in my own life that when you follow God's wisdom, God's instructions for life, um, you experience success in that area of your life. And I can see that in a lot of um, family and friends around me where they don't they don't choose to follow god's wisdom or his word they kind of trust in themselves and in the worldly quote unquote wisdom or knowledge and try they try to make things work in their own effort and i can see that it's it doesn't work and it honestly hasn't worked for me i've been there done that i probably still do that sometimes uh, but i'm careful to always seek god's wisdom Um, and everything that I'm about to do. um, Do I miss it? Yes, I do. (laughs) But uh, at least I uh, make an effort to find out what God's wisdom is. Um, So let's kind of go over that. I'm going to go over some verses in the Bible um, on that. But first, let's go over the definition of what, what the Bible says about foolishness about somebody who's a fool um the the, i'm sorry the dictionary's definition that's what the first thing that i want to go over the dictionary's definition of a fool it says a fool is a person who lacks judgment or sense a person who has been deceived uh, into appearing or acting silly or stupid um and it says it's people that um have been deceived basically um to like say or do things that maybe otherwise they wouldn't um, and that they've kind of lost their sense or it doesn't make sense what they do. So that could be um, a person who's acting foolish or who um, the Bible calls a fool. Um, so as I said, there's different references um, to uh, the subject of a fool, a person who's a fool. Like I said, it could be a, somebody who's acting silly somebody who has a hardened heart, somebody who is, uh, has pretty much opened their mind to anything. You know, they're, they're not using discernment. The they're vulnerable. You know, somebody who's a vulnerable apparently is a fool <laughs> um, because you could be vulnerable to doing evil without knowing, right? Um, so basically, um, and, and somebody who knowingly and chooses to reject God and God's wisdom, the, the Bible calls that person a fool. Um so I think it's really important to be aware of that and then and then at the same time the Bible talks a lot about wisdom too who is the person who is wise but it starts in Proverbs and it says you know the in Proverbs it says the the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and but fools despise wisdom and instruction so where do we start with this wisdom? It's just to know, to know the Lord and to honor him and to, to, to make decisions or actions or to say or do things that pleases him. So that's, the Bible is saying, like, that's your first step in being wise. Okay, so it's, it's not that difficult to figure out. He's given us a book of instructions. All you gotta do is go to it and see what does the word have to say about this area? Let's say about our marriage. Okay, let's say our marriage is not doing so great. What does the Bible have to say about our marriage or about my relationship or my attitude toward my spouse? What does the Bible say about that? And it's saying that that's the beginning of wisdom. Um, So let me share some verses with you guys. Proverbs 1, 5 through 7 says, Let the wise listen and add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance. So a wise person is somebody who is continually, continually adding to their wisdom, right? They're continually learning, continually growing. It's not somebody that you say, hey, what about this way? What do you think of this? And they say, you don't need to tell me what to do. I know all there is to it. Uh, But a wise person will be open to hearing it, right? If you're giving, let's say, your children wisdom, a wise child will be open to learning wisdom from their parents and will not say you don't need to tell me what to do. I already know what I'm doing. Um, so I'm going to continue reading the Proverbs 1. I read you verse 5. Verse 6 says, For understanding Proverbs and parables, the saying and riddles of the wise. And verse 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Okay, we already went over that. Proverbs 12:15 says, the, the way of fools seem right to them. But the wise listens to advice, which is exactly what I just talked about. Uh, fools think they know everything and they, they're not willing to listen. They're not open to listen. Their own way seems right to them. Okay, but again, the wise will listen to advice. Proverbs eighteen two to 3 says, "Fool, Fools find no pleasure in understanding but delight in airing their own opinion. Have you noticed some people talk so much they never give you a chance to get awarded and they just keep talking and talk about, this, about a subject and it's like they feel like they've covered it from A to Z and they're just interested in airing their own opinion or they have no pleasure in understanding. Um, and then the next verse says, when wickedness comes, so does contempt and with shame uh, comes reproach. All that related to being a fool. Proverbs twenty nine eleven says fools give full fool vent to their rage. Another verse says to their anger. But the wise bring calm in the end. Another another uh, way of looking at it is, is is fools who throw a tantrum, who scream and yell and insult and attack and say or do things that hurts the other person. That person is a fool. Okay. And the Bible is saying the one who is wise they bring calm. They bring peace in the end. They're not the ones who will you know, jump out there and say uh, whatever comes to their mind to get their point across or to shove their opinion in the other person's throat. But they will bring peace and calm in that conversation. But what will the fools do? They will give full vent to their rage. Uh, Proverbs 18:6 says, The lips of fools bring them strife, and their mouths dr- in- invite a beating. So in other words, the words that we speak can bring strife, can bring anger, can uh, make another person feel attacked or judged or criticized um, or wrongly judged. And what happens then? Then the other person will obviously immediately start protecting themselves and attack back. So it says that their mouth, their words, so in other words, fools are not careful with their words. They'll say whatever comes to their mind. They're not going to hold back and say, maybe I shouldn't say this at this time even though it may be a true fact, maybe this is not the right time, maybe this is not the right way of dealing with it, let me go pray and ask God and let the other person calm down and I'll approach it a different way, right, because there's a time and place um, as far as when we should um, talk to somebody or give advice or confront them, and I definitely think you should definitely pray before uh, you do any of that, so um, Proverbs 26, 4 says, do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you yourself will be just like him. So in other words, you know what? Don't get into an argument with someone who's a fool, who's acting like a fool, and like you completely don't agree with anything they say, and you're just going back and forth, and there's no way they will receive what you're saying. So the Bible is saying, don't argue with them, otherwise you're gonna become like them. <laughs> okay. Proverbs 28:26 says. Those who trust in, them, in themselves are fools, but those who walk in wisdom are kept safe. So if me and everything that I do, I just rely on my own wisdom and I trust myself, the Bible says I'm a fool. But if I walk in wisdom, right, there's a proven, proven path uh, that has worked, let's say, in whatever area, uh, you know, the wisdom and knowledge is in scripture, and it's out there, it's been proven, it says, the ones who walk in that, they're kept safe, okay, uh, Proverbs 14, 17 says, a quick-tempered person does foolish things, and the one who devises evil schemes is hated, so if you, if, if it's somebody who, who gets uh, mad quickly, right, who, somebody who's easily angered, they do stupid things, which means they give, again, like the other verse gave, they give full vent to their anger. Then they take action and say things that are wrong, that are harmful, not only to themselves, but to the people that they're dealing with. So, um, in other words, really, to be wise, it has a lot to do with, with how we control ourselves and how we conduct ourselves. And Proverbs 26:12 says, do you see a person wise in their own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for them. (laughs) So it says, if I'm thinking, I know everything in this matter. I I don't need to take anybody's advice. I know exactly what to do. Then according to scripture, I'm a fool. If I'm wise in my own eyes, it it says there is more hope for um, a fool than for them. Again, why does scripture say that? Because God wants us to seek wisdom his wisdom his way of doing things that's when things are going to work out so we can't be too cocky and think i know everything i don't need to consult with god i believe any decisions we make whether it's a decision to go on a trip i mean people sometimes make decisions to move their family from you know one city to another from one state to another from one country to another without consulting with god without asking him is this the right decision you know, is this something you want us to do? Because you know the future. You know what's best for us. You know where you want us to be. Um, so guide us in, in this thought that we have even before it becomes a decision. Or if you want to, you know, purchase something, a big-ticketed item, do you pray about it first? Do you ask God's wisdom? Or a lot of, you know, young, um, young um, adults when they think about marriage, there maybe a lot of times they just go with their emotions and their flesh, and they say, "I feel like this is the right person for me, and we're going to get married." It's like, did you pray and ask God if the other person is the right person for you, even before you dated? While you're dating, you should be praying and asking God, "Is this the right person for me?" God knows how this is going to turn out. You don't want to, you know, get married, invest all that. Um, commitment, time, energy, finances, and then for it not to work out. and at the end, both parties get hurt, right? Maybe one more than the other, but I think it does damage to both parties. But did you pray and ask God, Lord, what do you think about about this person? I kind of like them, I think I should give them a chance, I should go out with them, but are they the right person for me to get to know them and maybe it'll end up in, in marriage? you know, I believe if you ask God's wisdom, you know obviously everything is not spelled out and and the Bible, you know, um, but I believe when you ask for God to be involved in your affairs, he will give you red flags, or he will give you, if it's the right person, he will give you peace, which means, you know, it's like one green light after another. It's just just a blessed relationship, and things go really well, and good things come out of it, and it's a fruitful relationship, but if you're like hit one, you know, obstacle after another in that relationship, then it's like God giving you red flags and it's because you prayed and asked him and he's giving you wisdom. No, this is not the right person. You need to trust me and let it go. You know, uh, keep that, relas- that close relationship with your heavenly father and he will bring the right person to you. But I think it's really important that we never think we're too wise to consult with God or to ask him to guide us. Um, Proverbs 13:20 says, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. So this is, I think, a really important scripture, especially for, uh, you know, the younger generation that they have to choose their friends really carefully. Because if they hang out with fools, you may think you're smart and you can influence them to become smart like you or become wise like you. But that's not what the Bible says. It says if you hang out with the fool, you will become a fool. You will suffer harm if your friends are fools. And who are fools? Are people who, who are rebellious toward God, are people who, whose heart is hardened toward God, are people who think they don't need any advice from anybody else. They know it all, right? Um, are people who are being silly and are deceived in thinking what they say or do is the right thing. So those, that's the company of fools. You don't want to be friends with them. You don't want to hang out with them because don't please don't think you're going to change them. They will change you and you will take on their character and as a result you will suffer harm. So the Bible is very clear on on who your your friends should be, right? Friends are people uh, and I'm not saying that you should cut it off with everybody because not everybody, you know, is a godly person or a follower of Christ and that's not what the scripture is saying, but it says, it, you know, companions. So your friends, people that you socialize with on regular basis, and they have an influence are, on you. Those people um, should be wise, not fools. So um, I hope these verses gave you some indication of, you know, what what how Bible refers to, you know, a fool person or being foolish. Uh, but we're also going to explore. Uh, who is a wise person? Well, who does the Bible call a wise person? And what kind, of, um, what kind of benefits is there in being wise according to scripture? So I ho- hopefully you will enjoy this teaching and stay tuned for the next teaching because we're going to continue this topic. So until the next teaching, God be with you and God bless you.